Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. What's up, my little peaches and plums? Welcome back to Psychic Scoop. I don't know why I said peaches and plums. I'm allergic to both those things, but it felt like a great term of endearment for 2022. I am your host, Steffi, also known as Spirit Sis. I am a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to kind of, I want to say walk you through, but also we're holding hands on this spiritual journey together. This episode is super off the cuff. I just came off of a very long, nice break. I hope you all had a nice break too. I did not go on social media once for two weeks. Oh my gosh, highly recommend doing that some point in the year. I try to do it twice a year, but oh my gosh, even just like this morning responding to DMs or looking at the reels, I just feel so detached and I'm like, okay, it's going to take a minute to relearn this part of my body. <laughs> aka hustle part of my body because I have been in just receive mode. It was really calming and great, exactly what my body needed. I didn't travel. I mean, my boyfriend and I went to Solving, which is this little Dutch town about like two and a half hours away from us. And we had Christmas there and it was lovely. And we just ate really good food and relaxed. And I painted and watched Survivor and caught up on all the things that I... <laughs> I've missed doing while running a business. You know, it's like difficult to turn your brain off of business mode, but I'm happy I granted myself the permission to do that. I hope you guys did too. Even though I was still working a little bit on my astrology course, which I'm hoping to launch February, fingers and toes crossed. I'm so excited about it, but it is a lot of work. I've been working on it for months, but I don't want to take a break because this is something I really want to get out there. And with the podcast and the future of the podcast, you know, I leave that up to spirit. Spirit runs the show. Spirit is the one who told me about the idea to do the podcast, usually gives me hints on the episodes, and it's been pretty quiet. So I think it's just because I needed to kind of decompress and get back into my flow. And not going to lie, when I decided to come back, I thought Spirit was going to overflow with information of what I needed to bring to the podcast and who I needed to bring on. And yeah, I got some divine hits, but most of it was like, oh, it's up to the community. <laughs> they kept on saying the word community. So 
2022, I am putting you, the listener, in the driver's seat. And if there's anything that you are channeling and really wanting to hear about or have me address on the show, feel free to DM or email me and let's get that conversation going. But for this episode, I wanted to talk about something that it's not very strange in my life, but something that happened that I'm still trying to rack my brain around, the death of Betty White. And for those of you that don't know Betty White, she has been (laughs) in the silver screen for as long as I've been alive. She is a famous television actor and, and a huge advocate for animal rights. She is just this wonderful human being, and she passed away on the new year. Now, what was so interesting about her death is I had a premonition of it. Let me explain this. I mean, listen, she was 99 years old, just shy of her 100th birthday, which is crazy. So, you know, whenever Betty White would trend, I think everyone got a little nervous. Uh, And I never really have updates on the news, regardless. I really don't. I don't have a Twitter. I don't really pay attention to that stuff too much just because I'm super sensitive. So I try to limit my amount of news. I like to know what's going on, but not so much so that it's like really (laughs) wreaking havoc on my immune system or nervous system. So anyway, I was just painting and enjoying my time off. And I had on Survivor, which I told you about, which I recently got re-obsessed with. It's just such a fun show. I have no idea how people can do what they do. They test their bodies. to. I swear they're all fire signs because I don't know how you can go that long without food or water (laughs) or comfort or shelter unless you are a fire sign. Anyway, whenever Survivor ends, it just queues up the next episode of Survivor. You know how it happens like if you're watching Netflix or you know you're watching a TV show and if you don't click next, which normally you don't, you just let it autoplay to the next episode of in the season. So it, I you know that episode ended and I just assumed it was going to go on to the next episode and the TV kind of glitched a little bit and I'm sitting there painting. I look up, I'm like that's really weird and then all of a sudden I see Golden Girls playing. And Golden Girls is that amazing TV show that Betty White was in. And I'm sitting there watching like you know the the theme song of golden girls thinking this isn't survivor one two in my head i'm like this is so random because i haven't watched golden girls in over 10 maybe even 15 years i used to watch it a lot when i was in high school and i never queued it up on my hulu account or anything so why is this playing and i kind of sat there stumped and then i heard the words from spirit betty white my stomach just like dropped and i said out loud betty white has passed and i had this like feeling of grieving and i'm watching her on tv and then i went to my phone to kind of just like see what the internet had to say and sure enough betty white was still alive. I saw that, you know, they were planning her 100th birthday in January and that, you know, she was really excited. She had an article on people. So I was reading it and I just went into this deep dive into her life and, you know, what she was about and her stance in the world. And I looked up her astrology chart and all this stuff. And two days later, I'm in the car with my boyfriend. And again, you guys know I didn't listen. I don't listen to the news. And I heard something on the radio that said Golden Girls, like icon. And I looked at him. I was like, did Betty White die? And he's like, I don't know, you know, and then he turns it up. And sure enough, the next words were Betty White's passing. 
So did I have a premonition of her death? I don't know. I sensed it strongly. Like, I mean, I said the words when Spirit told me Betty White, I literally out loud said Betty White died. And keep in mind, my premonition was two full days before she had passed. It got me thinking about premonitions of death or feelings of death in general, even though I think a premonition of death is a little harsh of a statement. I'm sure it's happened. Actually, I know it's happened. But there is some reason why spirit wanted me to know that and for me to articulate to you. So if you have a premonition or a feeling that someone's passing or maybe their soul is speaking to you before they go, it's just this beautiful, nice way and nod that they probably already know that it's their time to go. I'll tell you another time that I had a premonition of death. And by the way, this isn't my specialty as a psychic, (laughs) because I actually don't think that we can predict our own deaths. I think that goes against our human will and our contracts, just FYI. Or I don't think anyone can tell you when you're going to die or how you're going to die. I think that goes against free will. And I also believe that you have several exit points that your soul can choose. I mean, several. I think it can be upwards to 10 exit points within a time frame, frame, of course. Okay, (laughs) another time I predicted death. This is crazy. So uh, I was really close with my Aunt Katie. She was like a grandmother to me. I didn't I wasn't really ever close with a like actual uh, blood related grandmother. So she kind of raised me in a way and I was super close with her. And we always had this joke where she would give us a $5 bill. It sounds really random, but no matter when I saw her, she would slip me a five and it would either be like wrapped in a Hershey's kiss or on the back of a card or somewhere, you know, or one time she would give me like, you know, a a dollar and then underneath would be the $5 bill. She just found different ways to sneak it. And it was almost like this like sweet little gift. It wasn't about money, but it was about the sentiment of this inside joke that uh, she had with me. So I went to college, I was 18 and I kept having this feeling that she was going to pass. And I'd seen her at my graduation party. She looked great. We had great conversations, but I just had this feeling and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And then I opened up this card that she gave me for my graduation. And inside it, I remembered that instead of the $5 bill, she gave me nothing, which is fine, whatever. Like, I don't expect money every time I'm opening up a card. But I remembered thinking, that's odd. It wasn't even that big of a deal until later that night, she was saying goodbye to me. And of course, she slipped me the $5 bill. So it was really sweet and funny. And she made me wait all night to get the $5 bill. But regardless, when I was thinking of her, I kept thinking of the empty card without the $5 bill. And it made me really sad. I kept just like missing the act and exchange of that funny little joke we had together. And Spirit kept showing me the empty card. I called my mom and dad and said, hey, you know, I need Aunt Katie's phone number because I wanted to talk to her. And they said, oh, okay, no big deal. Keep in mind, this was, <laughs> I was like 2006, so I needed her landline. I didn't know if she had a cell phone then. Things were a little more complicated, you know, 15 years ago. So I asked for her phone number. They said, we'll get it in the morning. And I kept pressing and pressing and pressing. That night, I could not sleep. And I ended up running to the bathroom in my dorm room. And I saw this very interesting shadow on my door. And the shadow looked 
like it was the Grim Reaper. And I started screaming. And I found out it was just like the shadow of my towel. But I saw the Grim Reaper nonetheless. But I finally fell asleep. I had a dream that Aunt Katie came to me and gave me a $5 bill. And in the dream, I hugged her and I said, I love you. I will always love you. And I wish you well. But are you dead? (laughs) I kept on asking her if she was dead. And she said, no, I'm not dead. I'm right here. Look at me. I'm, I'm with you. I'm holding your hand. And she was smiling and laughing. She had this great sense of humor. And in the dream, she even looked a lot younger than when I remembered last seeing her. And when I woke up, of course, I got the phone call from my mom that my Aunt Katie had passed. I did have a premonition, but the reason why I think that it was important for me to have a visitation from my Aunt Kay and for any of you that have a visitation of someone who has passed away that you really love, it's really your soul and their soul reconnecting. Not all premonitions are scary. I was looking up some premonitions on Reddit my favorite place. And I wanted to share a bowl that I really liked. Okay, this is from Reddit user Opelager, O-E-E-L-L-E-G-R. They wrote, for my sister's graduation, our whole mom's side of the family was visiting from several states away. We were staying at a cabin and the second to last night, my cousin had a nightmare that everything was on fire. She was about 10 and almost never had nightmares. So this was very uncharacteristic for her. The next night, my grandmother was in a tizzy about possibly missing her flight the next day. And my whole family ended up leaving at 9 p.m. to head back into town. That night at 1 a.m., lightning struck the propane tank alongside the outside of the cabin and created a massive explosion. The cabin was obliterated in seconds and burned for hours. The small town and fire department, made up entirely of volunteers, didn't manage to put out the fire until 8 a.m. That was when we originally had planned to leave. If we had left in that morning like we had planned, every single one of us would have died. Wow. Isn't that an insane story? Premonitions are good. (laughs) You got to listen to them. (laughs) Where am I going with this? I don't want you to be scared of a premonition. And I want you to remember that a premonition or intuitive voice in your head isn't associated with fear. So if you have a premonition of, you know, flames or a premonition of a fall or accident or things like that, and you're super scared about it, that usually means it's something that you've consumed. If you have a premonition and it just is the gut feeling, then that's usually something that you should listen to or pay attention to. I've known people, you know, switch trains or car routes or, you know, I, I, I want to leave a day earlier just from a gut feeling. And most of the time, that's always been to their benefit. Premonitions are reminders of our connection to source and our human experience, why we're here, where we came from, and that our souls are just on this journey in our body and that you're never too far away from angels that guide you. You can also be getting divine premonitions and divine intervention from angels trying to give you information that you may need to help you. And I do touch on this in depth in episode two if you want to look further into fate versus free will. Now, I want to do a little leeway into the astrology chart and the transits of television actress Betty White because I found it 
fascinating. So I don't think astrology can predict death, but I wanted to point out some similarities that I saw with when she chose to exit this lifetime and the real consistency with her birth chart. She was an amazing woman. And I think this was actually one of her last rounds (laughs) from her birth chart. I'm like, wow. First of all, she had a grand trine in water signs. So she was a psychic sponge. She was very intuitive and very caring. And she is famous for all of these beautiful animal rights movements that she has participated in. If you look her up and you can see a bunch, like actual a bunch of clips of her cuddling snakes and foxes and rabbits and all kinds of animals. And she even had a TV show where she went to interview celebrities and their pets. So she was a huge, huge animal lover, which is very common for any water sign placement or earth sign placement, which she has tons of too. Now, what I find really interesting is she was coming up on her solar return, which she was a Capricorn. What also is interesting is I'm looking at the transits. She had a Venus return and Venus was retrograde in Capricorn and it was sitting on top of her natal Venus and very close to her natal sun. So when Venus transits happen and death happens, usually it means someone dies peacefully in their sleep whenever Venus is involved. So I find that very not only harmonious, because that's what we think of when we think of Venus, but how beautiful that that happened during that transit. Now, another thing that I found absolutely crazy, Jupiter went into Pisces. For using whole sign system, Jupiter went into her eighth house, which is the house of death. That is something that is very important to note, because when Jupiter expansion goes into the house of death, there's a major transformation. Even gave me some tears when I saw that in her chart. And last things last, Pluto was transiting over her natal sun. That's a tough transit. Pluto is death and rebirth again. And when it hits your sun, it's a lot about transformation and identity and a deep, you know, cathartic, crazy things can happen. And for her, it just so happened that this was her time. And, you know, there are a lot of celebrities. If you look at the the Pluto transits, I, I think I believe even Robin Williams had a Pluto transit happening. So there there could be similarities, but regardless, I think it's just very interesting and fascinating to look at the astrology of a woman who was famous for her comedy, her wit, her helping of others, and to see that grand trine in her chart and also seeing that Venus return and how she passed, it was actually pretty darn cool. And I gave a little bit of a forecast. If you go back to episode 36, when I talked with Dana and Shana from DeLuna, I gave a forecast for 2022. But something I really want to really drive home is the North Node will be changing signs into Taurus. And this is the time to really double down on what you love and not settling for anything that you don't. And I truly mean that. I want you to invest in yourself. I want you to love yourself. And I want you to enjoy nice things. So enjoying nice things can mean different things to different people. But enjoying nice things for me is great food, (laughs) comfortable clothes, going out into nature and traveling and enjoying the world. And since Taurus is ruled by Venus, 
It means getting out there and it means exploring nature and feeling what it's like to feel the wind on your face and the sun in your hair and looking at the trees and taking that all in. Now, since the South Node will be in Scorpio, there will be themes of emotional disturbance or chaos happening. And like I said, <clears throat> oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Last time I talked on the podcast, I this happened as well. North Node, when I'm talking about North Node or South Node, my throat gets all crazy stuck. I'm going to keep that cough in there. <laughs> I'm sorry if I hurt your ears. But North Node in Taurus also rules the throat. So take care of your vocal cords and take care of your voice. And that is a very powerful manifestation center. So something that I guess I'm channeling through right now. But talking about the South Node in Scorpio is about, you know, really kind of staying in one place and trying to investigate and get into a state of analytic behavior about why something went wrong, or maybe obsessing about why you did something or said something, or why things in the past didn't work out, or maybe even going back to past mistakes, or being stuck in a rut or routine that doesn't serve you. So what I want to say about North Node in Taurus when it happens January 18th is getting out of that South Node place of feeling stuck on repetitive patterns and cycles that don't serve us, and going into presence, going into groundedness, going into a place where you can feel like you can expand and grow and evolution through determination and consistency and doing things you love because you love them. So that is my main takeaway. <laughs> I wanted to tell you all about that interesting story and I wanted to connect with you again because I missed you and I absolutely love and am grateful for every one of you listening. If you have any crazy premonition stories, send them my way. You can do that at Instagram, spirit underscore sis. I forgot on a podcast, apparently, or online at spiritsis.com. That's my website. I am developing that astrology course for you. I cannot wait to show you and share with you the knowledge that I've learned and the, the tricks and the tips I've learned so that we can all evolve and grow together. So sending you lots of love and big hugs and thanks for showing up for yourself. Talk to you soon. Love you. Bye-bye.